So we're kicking off there with the amazing The Answer Lies in the Black Void, which I gather is a collaboration between two musicians that I've not heard of their bands, uh, apart from the Kilimanjaro Jazz Ensemble. Uh, Jason Conan is in that, and uh, he's teamed up with a girl called uh, Martina Horvath um, from Thy Catafolk. And um, yeah, this is dark stuff. I mean, it's, um, you know, steeped with jazz bits, I guess. Um, that's kind of like that that influence coming through i imagine but it's very sort of dark almost gothic in a way how did you find this one pete we we got sent it uh, you know jason conan is from bongra as well who we played a few ah yes ago, perfect which is you know uh has a lot of kind of jazz influence doom in there you know it's very kind of obscure and left field but really interesting stuff and you know the press release say they've come together over shared love of doom and there is that sense of this is a more you know traditional doom sound than what you'd expect from them elsewhere what you expect in their other bands um a, a bit like you know it was also in celestial season which you know is kind of you know they've been going for decades now and it is more along those lines but you still get that that you know the little bits of kind of uh jazz in there you know a bit of electro and and that's what kind of you know it, it it breaks the kind of goth shackles that uh, that kind of uh, elsewhere you know it's got a real kind of ethereal feel to it it's really kind of, you know the whole album's like that and then just these odd moments come in and just kind of elevate it and and kind of they just add to the eerie beauty that's elsewhere Yes, yeah, but it's very dense, and I think it's one that will probably reveal itself to have a lot more going on like the more they listen to it and the more you kind of consume it. Yeah, I think it's on Denavali, and um, they're, they're sort of known for pushing the uh, the dark side of of this kind of music. So yeah, this is a perfect mm. signing, I think. Yeah, it's on Burning World as well, which is uh, Rollburn's yeah. label. Yeah, 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 perfect fit. Makes a lot of sense. Really cool stuff there. Yeah, that was a song called Become Undone. Uh, there's actually a video for that as well. So if you want to check it out, it's uh, the answer lies in the black void uh, and the record's called Forlorn. Brilliant. So yeah, we've got nine amazing tracks for you this week that we find through submissions and trawling Bandcamp for the for the best that the underground can offer. Really. So uh, next up, uh, I found this the other day. Um, and yeah, this just kind of blew my head off a little bit. Uh, really quick album by a band called Ishigers from uh, Seattle. Yeah, it's it's full on kind of weird grindcore, and um, it's very sort of self self knowing sort of stuff. Um, there's um, sort of lots of references to are you still listening sort of thing as it goes along, and it's got typical kind of humorous grindcore song titles. But yeah, I just thought it st- stood out as quite um, an exciting new sounding record. Really, it, it kind of went against some of the grindcore tropes in parts. So yeah, I really sort of appreciated that. We're gonna play a song called Straight Edge to Payday. What what did you reckon to this one, Pete? I liked it. Yeah, and you know, you, you kind of you do notice the song titles. It is it is funny. You know, the first ones is kind of. It says it's called the best song on the album. It's not, and then the second one's called <laughs> "It's All Downhill from Here." Uh, the song you you know the song you've chosen is called "Straight Edge Until Payday," which reminds me of the classic Orange Goblin T-shirt, which is "Straight Edge Until the Bar Opens." So, yeah. you know, good old, good old grind. You know, like uh, no other genre does kind of silly song names like that. So, but um, but then if you look at the artwork, right? Actually, you know, I think kind of you look at the artwork and the, and the band name, it could almost be black metal. I wasn't quite sure yeah. what to expect um, until, I, until I got into it. And then, you know, it's a proper grindcore smash up, you know, it's there's bits of metal core in there, bits of sludge and, you know, maybe bits of extreme metal in there as well. It's, you know, it's like this, like a frenzied mosh pit with all your friends. Um, and, you know, I think that's, that, that's a, a good compliment. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, it's just a lot of fun. And I played this through several times the first time I heard it. So that's always a good sign. So yeah, if you want to hear this, you can go to eraserpnw.bandcamp.com. The album's called Anarchist Girls Ate My Pet Rat, which is amazing as well. Uh, this is Ishigers with a song called Straight Edge Until Payday. Yeah. 
That was the sounds of Ishikas from Seattle. Amazing stuff. Um, we're going to go on to a band that have um, had a lot of hype uh, in the past, and I've not really sort of had time to check them out really. But uh, LLNN uh, have been going for a while now, and they've just um, released an amazing new album called Unmaker. Um, now, Pete, you've picked this, and it, it's kind of surprised me. I, I did not know what to expect. I wasn't expecting anything like this, but it's it's almost got this. It's got a doom edge to it, and it's got like a almost like a black metal, death metal kind of sound as well. But shoot me down if this, if this is kind of wrong. But it sounds a little bit like the blunt edge of like modern metalcore as well. Yeah, I, I think there's a there's a lot in here. You know, yeah, there's, there's a lot going thought, on. <laughs> yeah, and that you know, I think a lot of the. I think a lot of the press, a lot of things on their bank, I think point towards post-metal. And I get that there's bits of, you know, maybe like neurosis and year of no light in there. But like you say, I, I agree with what you say. There's those elements in there's, there's a doom streak through it. There's, you know, there's bits of sludge occasionally. Um, at one point I had in my head, this kind of like the all out, you know, in your face attack of secret cutter married yes. to Armand Ra because you know yeah. something between yeah. those two and that's you know that's a that's an amazing proposition i'm similar you know i'm similar to you a, a name i know but i've not heard before until this album's out uh and i'm really impressed you know the, the whole album is strong from start to finish it's got a bold production it's kind of full throttle all the way through there's pointers in there as well to kind of the broader scope in you know i think I saw a link to, I think, to a video or something, and they were saying, as well as all these kind of post metal bands, they're influenced by like the grand sci-fi soundtracks of like Alien and Blade Runner, which is interesting. Yeah. And and you know there are you know that makes sense. You know I, I listened to it again after I'd read that, and that but you know I, I kind of picked up on that more. And Celeste, maybe another band, you kind of start to pitching them whole. I, I think what we're getting at is that we would it's. We can't just say they are this genre and you yeah. know what they sound like, which is you know brilliant and what we'll always go for. It, you know, I think what what I like most is it's, it contains those epic elements, you know, epic elements of post metal, say, or, and those types of things. But it maintains this kind of raw, furious energy throughout it. it ensures a heaviness to it. Ensures it doesn't become formulaic or boring or 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 soft. Um, and it's just you know, and if you do add in those kind of that cosmic aura that they hint at every now and again, then the whole is something quite special. Definitely. I mean, they also list um, sort of video game soundtracks as their influence as well. I think right. the more c- cinematic styles that come in to game soundtracks now, you know, they're, they're not just bleeps and bloops anymore. That's, that's you know, reductive as to what, you know, is actually on these soundtracks. Now it's been, the last 20 years have been a real revelation in terms of, you know, not only bands, kind of getting involved in soundtracking things but people you know paying for huge scores and and you know that kind of especially for i don't know horror and and like you know science fiction games and this yeah this fits perfectly i, I can imagine this being on say the new dead space remake or, or something like that it's it's um it's massive so yeah really really interesting record and I'll, I'll be spinning this again uh, if you want to hear this you can go to llnn.bandcamp.com uh, we're going to play the opening track uh, from the album which is out at the end of september this is imperial
So from the accomplished sounds of LLNN, we're going to something a bit more primitive and a bit more kind of organic sounding, I guess. Um, so a band called Invutshi that we've played before, um, but this um, this really caught my eye uh, lately because it's it's kind of a, a seven inch, but it, it packs so much onto it that it sounds a lot more like this, a lot more of the sum of its parts, really. And yeah, it seems to be um, almost like a a solo project but with a session drummer and yeah it just sounds like it's been recorded like in a dungeon or you know in a in a sort of abandoned warehouse from about a mile away it's black metal sounds a bit like south american um jungle music um world music for for want of a better phrase i think we've had a few of these kind of things creep in lately and yeah i just thought this was really interesting what did you make of it because it's certainly striding in in directions we're not used to yeah i you know we you know from when we played them before i kind of really like that weirdy black metal feel you get to it it's the fact that it's lo-fi and it's recording you know it, it makes it electric you know as a result and it's because it flies low you know beneath that static you know it, it sounds very black metal of course but when you add in the punk ethos you know bits of crust maybe in there even it, it comes alive it gives it a real kind of spiky edge um so I, you know, I've I, I missed the fact that they come back, and I, I'm really glad you chose them because they're they're an interesting band. They're, you know, it, it's fun's the wrong word for black metal, I think, but it, it feels yeah. you know, invigorating. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, and that's very. I, I noticed as well. Just say it's on the Into Endless Chaos record. We've, yes, I think it's the second time in three podcasts we played them. So that you know, they're a label to keep an eye on. Definitely, yeah. They, they keep putting out really interesting stuff, and uh, yeah, this is just a great example, really. I think like just that the melding of of cultures here is is quite interesting. So, I'd be interested to hear what people actually think of this one. We're going to play uh, one of the longer tracks uh, from this release, La Cueva del Brujo, and you can get this at invunche-iec.bandcamp.com, or you can find it via the Into Endless Chaos Bandcamp. The album's called Sacrificio. Yeah, see what you think to this.
So from uh, the primitive black metal of Invoce, uh, we're going straight to the party uh, sort of, I don't know, like the, the party duo, I guess, of, of Big Lad. Um, it seems daft to say it, but like they've been going for a long time and I think this might be the first time we've played them on the podcast. We, we might have played um, kind of collaborations they've done um recently but uh, i think this might be their first appearance but yeah um for the uninitiated they're a duo who play um almost like uh noise rock uh via sort of apex twin-esque electronics and live drums and live they're absolutely brilliant and i think they they managed to capture that in a they're a rare uh beast really because they managed to capture what they do on stage on record and this just sounds like a massive party in fact the song we're going to play is called big juggernaut rave party and that's just perfect for this. Um, I've seen them several times. Have you managed to catch them before, Pete? Nope, never seen them. Although they are oh, touring towards the end of this year, I think. And so playing good. Sheffield as well, yeah. so I'm definitely going to catch yeah. them. Um, they used to be called Shitwife, I think. And um, yeah, I caught them with about, I don't know, about 15 people at the uh, Audacious Art Experiment once. And that was just life-changing, really. Really, really cool. Like just people going, 15, all 15 of us going mental in a little room. Um, but they've also opened Art Tangent Festival, which was a real sort of like, th- this is a very late night, early morning kind of bandit festival. So to see them <laughs> yeah. playing in the daylight was a bit strange. This new record is, is fantastic, isn't it? Power Tools, uh, out mm. on Hominid Sounds. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, that. They put an EP out maybe in towards the end of last year called Hand Tools. I really enjoyed that as well. And, you know, it's not typical fair for this podcast, I guess, but, you know, like just you know with the people involved it's you know it feels part of our wider circle oh, definitely. and, and yeah. you know we, we, we're not restricted when we play it's just it, it's you know the, I, I thought actually I, I guess this is a band you know they've played raw power and and it feels like you know 2 a.m at um Arctanger or supersonic you know they're kind of yeah. after a day listening to kind of post-rock or weird stuff this is like they're actually let yourself go and pie for a bit you know before you go to bed it's perfect music for that it's just full of energy and life and it's electronic music with punk attitude you know that's such a basic you know thing you know line to say but that's what it encapsulates it perfectly um and they're just it's just uh you know enriching uh it just makes you smile and i just had to get this in there yeah and why not yeah i mean it's it's loads of fun and if you've never heard them before then yeah uh, go and uh, go and listen to um their past stuff as well because it's all all gold um yeah so hominid towns are putting this out on record uh, you can buy a digital version there too so if you want to hear uh, the rest of the album which i definitely think you should it's uh, hominidsounds.bandcamp.com uh, the album's called power tools this song's called big juggernaut rave party and this is big lad
So from the party of Big Lad, we're going straight into what I, I kind of termed this a little bit like the more metallic edge of Cave-In um, via post-metal. Uh, Gary Davidson, who uh, is a big fan of the podcast and has kind of uh, written for Echoes and Dust for a long time, um, kind of highlighted this the other week and I, I thought this was a fantastic track so I had to play it. So yeah, they're a, a band from Würzburg in Germany. I think that might be where Amiga Massive are from in Germany, like amazing kind of um, post-metal band that channel the likes of Armin Ra and things like that. Um, I've been going for a long, long time. And yeah, this this kind of just blew me away really. Just this one track. I, I just thought it was really interesting and uh, I'd never heard of them before. So yeah, just sort of shining a light on it. Did, did you get that cave-in kind of reference, Pete? Or, or is I didn't, that kind of lost? Now you've said it, that makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah. Um, I, I saw, you know, I wasn't aware of this until you chose it. And I, the one thing to say, the first thing that jumps out is the artwork, which is, you know, it's beautiful. It's really yeah, stunning. stunning. Um, cover art. Um, and then... I think is it on the band or the label Bandcamp? It's, it's it, there's a kind of tag of post black metal, so I, thought, I wondered whether it's going down that route. But but it doesn't really. It's more metallic or, or maybe more hardcore than that. You know, it's got a crunch about it, um, and that description is perfect. I think you know you've, you've hit the nail on the head, and I, I can see a lot of people getting into this. Um, you know, I saw some kind of commentary about it linking them to or uh, sort of maybe comparing them to like Downfall of Gaia. Um, which you know, which is true as well. Which and, and you know, it's got this kind of, they've got a lot of kind of dynamics in here. You know, and it, and it creates a real atmosphere about it. So, I think you know, this is going to be you know, if if not already, this will be a breakthrough album. Definitely, and uh, yeah, it looks like they're going uh, sort of all out on the merch here. They've got several different editions of, of vinyl and stuff, and it looks to be selling quite well. So, yeah, really interesting new band, and I, I will be kind of keeping an eye on them. Really, looks like they uh, released an album in, in 2019. So, yeah, this might be their second record. Really interesting stuff. So, the album's called "When the Day Yearns for Light." Uh, the band's called "A Secret Revealed." Uh, we're going to play this. This is "As I Watch You Perish."
So forget any notion of anything making sense as we sort of talk about the next track. Um, Legion of Andromeda have teamed up with a noise artist called Vomir. Um, those who are familiar with Legion of Andromeda will know um, it's incredibly repetitive, drilling kind of noise rock in a way. Um, very hard to describe. Uh, band from Tokyo. And yeah, we've played them before and it's kind of, it gets into your head like nothing else. Um, yeah. And this this track does exactly the same, but it's got this added sheen of noise all over it. This is like a really ambitious record as well, isn't it, Pete? It's got mm. a kind of like a, a three CD edition, um, you know, a, a CD of um, songs by Just Vomir, Just Legion, and then both of them together. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to play <laughs> an excerpt from uh, the delightfully titled Black Cum Tempest. And yeah, it's just thoroughly unpleasant and thoroughly but weirdly an earworm i don't know how but it is they're strange aren't they they're, they're really odd you know I, I remember when i first heard i think it was the split they did with bismuth uh, which is a, which is you know brilliant everyone should check it out someone on the same day or at the same time i got recommended this like world music and i don't listen to world music because i'm not very cultured i just listen to metal and uh it's a <laughs> Ghanaian um thing and, and I really loved it it was like you know world music Ghanaian music and uh and then someone else at the same time made me listen to, oh you know, not made me it told me to listen to Legion of Andromeda at gunpoint yeah uh, yeah, yeah and it's you know it was, it was this and it's like and for some reason and I kind of loved them both and but whenever I think of one I think of the other um Maybe that's actually why I've, I picked Big Lad. Is like maybe there needs to be a counterbalance. You know, you need you know yes. to keep saying if you're going to listen to Legion of Andromeda, you've got to have something out there. You know, you, you kind of question why you like this. I remember that first time. I was like, this is ridiculous. This is, you know, this is pushing it to the absolute extreme. Uh, but but that's one thing. But when you actually realise you're listening over and over again, it's a band you go back to. I, I just can't fathom that. You know, it, it that repetition is. They, you know, the, the lyrics for this song are three words long, I think. Yeah. And the song is 18 minutes long and they sing for the whole thing. It, you could sample 10 seconds of this and you've got the whole song. But yeah. Times it, well, times it by six women, it times by 18. <laughs> that's how long, you know. And it's incredible. Um, I think, you know, we talk about, you know, bands pushing things to the extreme, bands being absolutely chaotic or painful to listen to or, you know, completely relentless. Uh, but nobody, well, maybe with the exception of kind of the real out there, like war metal bands, like say Tetragamicide or something like that. But I don't think anyone really comes close to to this, to Legion of Andromeda, um, at the you know at the best is that the right word at the most you know fulfilling their mission to the full like they have done here. You know, that, you know, you say kind of noise rock. What what is it? I mean, it, it's probably you know, doom. Is it black metal? Is it industrial? I don't know what it is. It, it sounds like no one else. Is this hypnotic swirl? And it's that which, it, it must be that which makes it listenable. It's the wrong word. Like <laughs> something you kind of want to, yeah, you know, that you do enjoy. Yeah, I absolutely love listening to them. Yeah. Um, um, they um, just drags you in like a track to be. Yeah. I mean, the um, the previous re- that split with Bismuth is amazing. I, I, you sent me it and you were like, just listen to this. <laughs> and the, the best way I can describe it, it sounds like a dog barking over an industrial yeah. metal band in, in the dark. It's amazing. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I mean, like, I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I, it is. I'd love to play that to my non-metal friend. You know, at work. Yeah. Really, oh, this is one of my favorite bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and they, they think, "Yep, that's why I always thought you was. That's why I always thought metal sounded like." Um, yeah. yeah. I, and like the lyrics are like you kind of hear your own words until I actually read them, which was just before we recorded. I always say it sounds like you're saying "always eat your breakfast" just over <laughs> and over, but he's actually saying something about black com or something. So yeah. Uh, another brilliant release and like into the absolutely strange world just finally so like one of the that kind of you know that really kind of amazing release packaging the cd is coming out on at war with false noise which is uh, a truly brilliant scottish label and distro so you know well oh, yeah. done to them and if, if, if you don't know them go check them out because there's so much stuff on there and it's so good yeah i love um the descriptions on their distro as well um yes they're always really honest so I don't really like this, but people seem to buy it and things like that. It's, it's great. Um, I have to say, I mean, this this record is, you know, they've used the whole CD time. So it's like 80 minutes. 
and uh, just looking at all the lyrics together, there's only ten words for those. <laughs> but the the lyrics are throughout every song. So yeah, um, I, I might not listen to the whole thing, but I'm certainly going to listen to uh, like little excerpts. We're, we are only going to play an excerpt, sadly, from this um, this 18 minute track uh, because you will get the idea straight away. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Legion of Andromeda with Vomir. Uh, off an album called Harsh Metal Wall. Um, if you want the CDs, by the way, there's only 22 remaining out of 300. So, yeah, if you want this um, pretty disgusting-looking thing as well, um, yeah, be quick. So you can get this at legionofandromeda.bandcamp.com and here's an excerpt from Black Cum Tempest. So out of the chaos that is Legion of Andromeda and Vomir um, making unfathomable music is um, something a bit less mysterious, but um, yeah, a bit more kind of, um, I don't know, listenable in a way. Um, so a band called Muthspelheimer have uh, put out a self-titled record. Uh, I think they put it out last year. They've managed to have a release via Amor Fati uh, Records this year. It's it's really sort of chaotic, black metal. It sounds psychedelic. It's got kind of something something else to sort of um mark it out from like modern black metal and um yeah there's something like magic going on here i think what did you make of this one because it's quite um dense isn't it oh yeah i like it at first you know like it felt, felt like i actually played picks a fair bit of black metal this week and when i put it on uh, when i put it on at first i thought it was you know more of the same or you know more black metal but you once you get into stride of it i think it's about 10 minutes long isn't it it's, you, you you realize there's like this hypnotic mystical aura about it like a controlled chaos to the arrangements there's you know like it's full of delicate but deliberate sounds embedded obviously kind of within the mire and the misery of black metal as you know it but that collectively creating something that's like a little unusual and startling and actually it goes on it becomes more ethereal uh, and ghostly by the end, especially, that's a real kind of impressive emotional climax to it. Um, and I realized, you know, that's that by then, like 10 minutes later, I thought I just, this was way further from where I thought it was going at the start. And it sounds, you know, it sounds different from, you know, from your standard black metal fare. So, I, I, you know, really kind of respected it for that. Absolutely. I mean, I saw the name, I saw the artwork, I saw the kind of, I don't know what, what it was associated with. And, um, it was via the the new releases part of uh, Bandcamp as well, so I thought you know I'll give it a listen, and uh, yeah, after about two or three minutes, it just kind of hooked me in, and yeah, I think black metal that does that is uh, is pretty special. So yeah, kind of wanted to elevate this a little bit. Um, so yeah, we're going to play a song called Selvadere. Um I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, and if you want to hear this, you can go to Muspelheimer dot bandcamp dot com. We'll have a link to that in the description of the podcast. Yeah, see so what you think to this.
So to end, we are going uh, pretty brief here, uh, but for good reasons. So the band Razor Eater have put out a record called Purgatory. Um, I heard this a, a few months ago, actually. I think um, Fed, who, who were putting out the physical release, I think, sort of previewed this track. And um, I think it's actually sold out now, but they, they released uh, a tape version uh, in a Mega Drive uh, case. Uh, with custom artwork and everything so uh, i've never seen that done before i really love that um and you know the artwork kind of um, screams you know early 90s as well so i absolutely sort of fell in love with this this concept so absolutely brilliant thankfully the music's also amazing um they've played lincoln a few times i think in the past and uh, yeah they, they do their sort of um touring uh dues quite quite a lot i think so um they might be coming back soon actually but yeah, Pete, thanks, thanks for picking this because I mean, I think I would have at some point. But yeah, brilliant mm. record. Yeah, you know, it feels like they're almost stalwarts of the UK scene now. No, they haven't been around maybe like ten years, I guess. I think they they had, they had a split with Oblivion Eyes. They had a split with Iced Out, which might come out on was it Witch Hunter or Church of Folk? You know, like back, oh wow, yeah, that feels like back in back, the day, but mm. probably only ten years ago now. And yeah, but you know, these the, the associations with the kind of classic cult UK underground labels of the time, and now you know, like. They're with Fed, which is brilliant because that's if you know they've picked up the baton from there. And this, you know, the whole album is like perfect encapsulation of what Razor Eater do. You know, it's just frenetic paced buzzfeed grind goal, which you know, just it's gonna pummel you, you know, with with this manic propulsion to it. It's just a pure grind injection of adrenaline. Um, so it's just great to have them back. Yeah, and a natural way to end the podcast, I think, just with a blast, a minute blast of uh kind of grinding hardcore uh, absolutely amazing really aggressive stuff uh, looks like they're playing a few gigs soon um, all in London at the Necros Inn on September 26th uh, and then in uh, twice in November at the at 229 which I'm not familiar with but um, yeah it should be an amazing show um, so yeah if you want to hear this you can go to razoreater.bandcamp.com or fhed.bandcamp.com this is a song called I Despise Us <laughs> 